this is where we try and inform and help uh, newbies to investing on stock markets to possible investment opportunities. Equity Guru is all about trying to make markets accessible to everyone, not just really wealthy people who understand the intra-workings of stock markets uh, across the globe. So here we go with a company that you should perhaps put your eye on. We are going to introduce you to New Path Health. Their stock symbol is NPTH, and we're thrilled to have Grant Conley, the CEO, and Stephen Lemieux, the CFO, with us today. Guys, thanks for doing this. Thank you for having us, Jody. Looking forward to sharing the story with you. I, full disclosure, uh, someone at Equity Guru said, I got to tell you that New Path is one of my favorite companies. And uh, this individual does not hand that sort of praise out. So do tell, what is New Path all about? Yeah, I, I appreciate the, uh, the, the kind words. Um, we're solving a really big problem. I think that that's, that's really the starting point is that chronic pain doesn't really get the, the attention that other conditions uh, receive. And it's, it, it really has a big impact. So there's, there's a study called the, the Global Burden of Disease, and it measures exactly that. Um, the impact that different conditions are having on people's lives um, and, and ranks them. And it ranks them based on, on either time lost to disability or time lost to death. Uh, chronic pain back in 1990 was 12th on that list in terms of leading causes of, of disability adjusted life years is, is the term they use to, to measure. By 2005, it was eighth on that list. And by 2015, it was fourth on that list. So just to wow. put, put things in perspective, you know, it's, it's, it's being compared to things like cancer and, and HIV and, and, and other conditions that receive a lot more attention. And, and chronic pain is actually ranked fourth in terms of the impact it's having on, on people's lives. Um, so we're really doing a poor job in terms of helping chronic pain patients. We need to be doing a better job. And, and that's really what New Path was formed to do, is to, is to solve, the, solve that big problem. And so we're doing that. Um, by providing in-clinic treatments to patients. Um, I always like to say that we're part of the opi opioid solution story. Um, we, we, a lot of the patients, when they start working with us, they have existing opioid prescriptions. Our doctors will work with them to, to try to responsibly taper them off of opioids and, and find other treatment modalities that, uh, that might be less harmful for them. Uh, and so we have the largest clinic network in Canada. Uh, I always say that was a bit of a smile because all of our clinics are located in Ontario, um, but we are actually building up from Ontario. It's very important for us to have a national network. Um, we, we see a lot of opportunity there just in terms of working with employers um, to help, sol help solve some of the challenges that, challenges that employers face because employers overwhelmingly shoulder the, the burden of chronic pain outside of patients. Uh, and I say that because the majority of costs associated with chronic pain is as a result of lost productivity. So absenteeism, short-term disability, and long-term disability stays in Canada. It's estimated to cost in excess of $37 billion per year. Wow. So a re per year. Yeah, per year. Yeah. So there's, there's a real opportunity for us to, to not only help patients, but help employers. And, and we see a lot of parallels between what we're doing and, and what's already been happening in mental health. Um, both conditions carry stigma. Um, I would say that a lot more work has gone into um, eliminating, eliminating that stigma on the mental health side. Um, chronic pain still, still needs a little bit more work, but they both cost the, the Canadian economy between 50 and $60 billion per year. 
and the cost is is almost you know majority borne by employers through the in the form of lost productivity and and so what we've seen is that employers have embraced um, mental health initiatives for their employees and, and the nice thing is they're they're helping employees but these businesses are are also seeing positive ROI um, so each each dollar they're investing in in mental health services. Um, they're they're generating between a dollar seventy five and two dollars and thirty cents per per year. So you know we we view the the work in mental health as, as almost plowing the field for us. They're they're conditioning employees to to understand that there is there is positive ROI available from investing in your employees' health, um, and we want to do the same thing from a chronic pain perspective. Now, when you talk about what NewPath offers for somebody who is arriving with chronic pain, and that there are alternatives being offered to move people away from opioids. Clearly, we've seen uh, an overprescribed uh, community uh, for, for those who have suffered with chronic pain or are, people are left to self-medicate in, in other ways. Uh, what happens at New Path that sort of sets you apart? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And I think the, the thing that people don't necessarily understand about chronic pain, it's because it's it's a very very poorly understood condition. Is that um, we tend to think of chronic pain in terms of an injury or illness. Um, it's actually much more complex than that. It's it's really driven by a combination of of biological, psychological, and social factors. And so, in order to achieve good outcomes, you can't just treat the pain or the the pain sensation. You have to treat those contributing factors. And what sets New Path apart, what makes us different, is that we're not just treating the pain or the pain sensation. That's part of what we offer. But we're also trying to we're also trying to treat the you know the contributing factors in the form of um, psychological and and social issues. So we offer. Um, what we call a, a self-management program. A big part of um, helping patients is offering them education uh, and tools that they can use to better self-manage their chronic pain. By definition, it's a chronic condition. We can't cure it. All right. we can do is, is return function to those patients and, and make their lives better and provide them with tools that help them do that themselves. Okay, so Stephen, let's bring you in here on some dollars and cents uh, of this. With all of what uh, Grant just laid out, which sounds like it's a no-brainer, it's a, it's, a, it's a win, it's helping people and it's, it's giving that ROI, um, there's clearly growth potential, revenue potential here for New Path Health. So why is your company not getting the investor love that some would think, well, that, that's, that's an easy yes? I think it's a couple factors. One is we, we just went public this year in July. And when most companies go public, they do a public offering. So they're out marketing their stock and they do that initial offering. We didn't do that. We went through a mechanism called the reverse takeover. So we merged with a company that was already public. So it took a little bit of the less attention off. Mm. And we, we had a, an existing investor base that was already with us. So they already knew the story they were in. They like where the story is going. So there's not an onus on them to want to sell the stock. They really want to see it go public and grow. So the part on Grant, I was really not only showing that we can deliver good results each quarter and execute on what we want to do, but it's just doing activities like this to educate the market, tell our story, who we are to bring some eyes and then just increasing the liquidity of the stock. Like we did a bond deal financing last month. 
we originally went out to raise 8 million. We ended up closing and we took 12 million, but we had about $30 million of subscriptions. So we know there's certainly wow. become more investor interest and it's just kind of continuing and just executing on all the things that we set out to do. So this really is one of those scenarios or could be one of those scenarios for the novice investor, as I'm pointing to myself, to say that this is a, a, an equation poised to really see some significant upside in the months and years ahead, certainly given the awareness piece grant that you were referencing uh, with regard to people just sort of pivoting from from the, the removing the stigma from mental health issues and pivoting over to helping people with chronic pain because it is so prevalent. No, go ahead. So, I was gonna say exactly. I think we're really just starting here. Like we're like Grant said, like we're in Ontario. We've got a pretty good coverage on the Ontario market, but it's really about expanding. Like we're looking at acquisition targets out in Western Canada to really try to build that national network so we can take advantage of like some opportunities with large employers to provide better care and services for their patients, as well as continuing just to grow organically. Like our business we've done a lot to improve it over the past few years so we've gone from a 29% capacity utilization rate which when we first started to now we're just over 55% and that's just by so we can almost double our revenue just by improving our internal processes and bringing more doctors and offering more uh, options to our patients internally and then with so, the, oh, yeah. no I like that that's it that's a really good point so you have um how many clinics currently in Ontario and you're looking to expand? What is What are the goals in terms of that expansion? It, when you say Western, do you mean, you know, peppering certain provinces or will there be a more methodical, okay, we're in Ontario, now we're going to go to BC? Exactly. Like, so in, in Ontario, we have 12 clinics that range from Windsor to Ottawa. So we pretty much cover all of Southwestern, like all of Southern Ontario and Eastern Ontario. So the goal really is when we look at working with large employers to offer a better service to deal with some of the numbers that Grant mentioned earlier, we really look at building out, like we like the cluster clinic model so we can load balance. So we're really looking at building out like in the Vancouver region, like Edmonton, Calgary, like Winnipeg, Montreal, and some of the major centers. So we've got like that physical presence where patients can go in. Uh, we're also working with a company called Pivot Technology on like a remote pain management tools so oh. so even if they're not in the clinic we're, we're kind of like the goal is really to give them a good quality of life so there's that piece where they're in the clinic and they can get treatment but through the remote pain management tool they can also like there's like counseling exercises they can track pain and then there's information we'll relay back to doctors so they kind of have tools no matter where they are to help manage if they have a flare in pain or if they're just having a bad day they're never it's not like oh, i have to go back and see my doctor there's always a tool for constant care. It sounds fantastic. So selfishly, as soon as you said Vancouver, I was like, excellent. Yes, yes. Um, because the discussions about chronic pain are real and, and more so I think maybe for women than, than men, because men are slower to talk about what ails them. Um, but having the conversation and really putting the new path health name out there and, and having a place to go that isn't, you know, maybe making somebody feel like, oh, my chronic pain, I should just suck it up and live with it instead of trying to burden my doctor with it. But if there's actually a clinic set up to help with specifically this, perhaps our own personal um, 
I guess stigma still is the word to say, you know, you know, maybe I don't need the help. And yet you do clearly with the opioid crisis that we are in with how people have managed pain by using those as opposed to some of the alternatives that you definitely provide here at New Path Health. So let's quickly, I could talk to you guys for an hour clearly, um, but let's talk a little bit about what those alternatives look like. Cause there's gonna be somebody watching this right now going, I don't know how to manage my chronic pain without taking a painkiller. So, you know, meditation is great, but I'm gonna need more than that. So what is the more than that, that is that slow um, and, and, and controlled um, exit from the opioid world for somebody who is living with chronic pain? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I, I think, you know, if you speak with our doctors, our doctors will say, um, you know, as much as I said, we, we don't just provide that, that um, relief from, from the pain or the pain sensation. Um, that's important. Providing those patients with that, you know, what they, they, our doctors will, some of our doctors will call it a pain holiday. Um, where patients can feel like they, they can go out, they can move again, they, you know, it might help them go back to work, it might help them spend time with their children, it might help, help them go out, on, go out for a walk and, and exercise. It's, it, it's very cruel to say to somebody who, who's experiencing a lot of pain, you know, just go out and, and, and do exercise, go to, a phys, go to physiotherapy, whatever it is, when, when their body is telling them, um, whatever you're doing, stop because you're, you're creating damage. And that's one of the big misconceptions, you know, our pain serves a biological purpose when it's in it, when it's, it's an acute pain situation. It's really our body's way of telling our brain's way of telling us, stop what you're doing. You're creating some, some structural damage in chronic pain. It serves no biological function, but because we're, we're, we're so conditioned to, to listen to our brains and say, stop, stop doing that. Um, that's what happens with chronic pain patients. And it's honestly the, the worst thing that they could possibly do is, is live that sedentary life and not do anything. But it, again, it's very cruel to them, to them to say, I know you're experiencing a lot of pain, but just go out and move, just go out and exercise, stretch, you know, do, do the things that you used to, used to enjoy doing. And so right. providing, providing some, you know, that pain holiday where, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it, the pain isn't taking over their life and they, they feel like they, they have some relief and they can, they can start living their life, life again and, and return some function is an important step. And then they can start doing things like exercises and stretching. Um, you know, I, I think a really good, a really good uh, doctor in speaking with a patient and talking about moving, um, you know, I, I read this really interesting approach where, you know, they, they advocated for doctors to say to patients, can you walk for 10 minutes without, without feeling any pain? And if the answer is no, then work your, work your way down. You know, can you, can you walk for five minutes without feeling any pain and, and hit that number and start from there and, and, and build your, build your way up. And, and, you know, our doctors really do that. Our doctors help on a nutritional front, um, you know, an exercise front, um, that, that counseling piece, as well as the chronic pain self-management uh, program. And you mentioned meditation. Meditation is, is you know, actually, actually does work. It actually changes the structure of, of our brains. Um, and it's, it's very important. So just providing patients with that education so they understand you're not doing any structural damage um, when, when you're moving. It's okay to move. You have permission to move right. um, is, is a big piece of it. And, and helping them understand what's actually happening in the their bodies and and you know things they should be doing things they shouldn't be doing um helping them understand what contributes to their their chronic pain because again it's you know biological psychological and, and social and this has been educational just in that one piece of the difference between uh chronic pain and other 
pain and injury situations, like the way your brain works around it. I certainly didn't know that. So you're already teaching me uh, a lot about this. And so now I have the question that that takes us away from the company in the sense of why uh, New Path Health and more about what you two gentlemen are, um, what your uh, investment advice, I guess, would be, or your investment perspective is? Like, do you remember the first investment you made and what was pivotal in you saying, I'm going to take this hard-earned money of mine and put it into something? I think that, uh, you know, for me, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was based on a personal interest. Um, You know, I, I think that there were there were companies that, that seemed very boring to me, um, like telecoms or utilities, and I, I had no interest in investing in those just because I didn't feel that connection with the with the business. And so I think my my first investment was with a, with a technology company back in um, you know 1998, 19, 1999, when technology you know the the internet was brand new. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I think that was my first investment because I was interested in I I had that that interest level. So I, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 find find a story that um, that you're interested in that you want to learn more about because um, you do have to learn more about it. You you have to you have to do your diligence and understand the company, understand their position in the industry, and and so if you you find something you love or find something you know or connect with, then you know that that work doesn't seem like work. Yeah, it's not so much about green numbers and red numbers and bar graphs and and trends. It's more about you know, what interests you and, and what you want to be a part of. Stephen, what is your sort of mantra when it comes to uh, your first investments or how you approached markets in the early days? Yeah, I think similar to Graham, like when I first started out, it was industries I was either familiar with or I, I had a, a passion for where like I didn't mind, like it, it didn't seem like work to go learn about them or do some reading. So it just something you could do in your pastime. Um, and as I've evolved, I'm kind of like, it's two pieces. I look at stuff that like, what, what are things that we, we typically use in our lives all the time, but then also what, what are things that are really interesting that could change the way businesses work or, or stuff like that. And one of it's people, it's really learn, learn the people, like meet the people. Like, like I've been the CFO of companies and granted as well like we, we talk to pretty much anyone that wants to learn about the business and that's take those opportunities, go talk to the executives, understand who they are. Cause part of the investing is investing in the people that run these companies and making sure they're the people you think can deliver on what they're promising. So. That is a constant here on first glance with Jody Vance. When I ask that piece of advice consistently successful people such as yourselves is, have said, you've got to get to know the people behind the stock symbol. So how do people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about New Path Health? So you can reach us by uh, email, like our emails are in our investor deck, which is on our website. Our website has links. uh, So there's like an info line and an investor line that comes directly to myself. Great. And then, or through, if they want to reach out to you, you can pass our contact info on as well. We can do that for sure. Grant, Stephen, thank you so much for doing this. And I hope that we get to circle back uh, in the post-COVID days and sit in our studios in Vancouver when you're announcing the opening of your Vancouver uh, clinics. So thanks for this. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Bye.